We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Gresh and Fourier. Doesn't go, and neither does the tap. The Celtics get free throws in the final second, and still... These two teams find their way to overtime. And the Cleveland Cavaliers, for the third time this year, survived the Celtics and beat them in overtime. That team got a lot of fight, you know. But so did the Celtics. For what they endured last night to come in here, build a 14-point lead, but ultimately you got to close it out. Andy Gresh. Risky. Plus, a sharpshooter or two to be named later. In the midst of the storm, I think that was a valiant effort, but there's no more victories in this fight. We got to win games, period. Christian Fourier. Number one rumor I heard at the Combine, Tom Brady may not be done after all. <laughs> what? It's a couple people are like, just you, just hang on, just you wait. He just look, like let it play out. Let's see who wants what. And the one place that folks are saying keep an eye out for is Miami. I'm not leaving. Gresh and Fourier right now. I'm thinking the San Jose Sharks at the Winnipeg Jets minus the one and a half. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about either one of those teams. I just know that I have the Midas touch, even with the loss. <laughs> On WEEI. All right, last hour, last and final hour on um, the Gresham Fourier Show. Um, Gresh will be here tomorrow, back from his vacation, his extended vacation, Andy. You mm-hmm. can hear uh, Gresh back on the air tomorrow at 10 a.m. Um, real quick, before we get to this rumors with, uh, with Brady, um, part of the, the, the shrapnel effect of the Combine is people falling in love with uh, players that they haven't seen, they don't recognize, and they don't know anything about. Florida's, uh, Florida's quarterback, Anthony Richardson, is one of those guys. Mm. Every, every measurable you can imagine, every you know speed, quickness, strength, uh, and he's a quarterback. So suddenly everybody is now, okay, this is the guy I want. Do you get caught up in that, or, or do, you, do you kind of focus on what's important, which is the way they play, their tape, how they played against Alabama, how they played against uh, you know South Carolina, how they play against elite defenses, good cornerbacks. What, what is most important to you? Uh, play. Absolutely play. But I'm not going to pretend I'm above getting suckered in, lured in by some of these workouts and measurables. I also don't believe anybody's above it. I think Bill Belichick is not above every once in a while getting suckered in by a workout, a specimen. Um, correct? You tell me. Did Ben Watson's performance at the Combine his ability to do things in shorts rather than in football pads 
influence the New England Patriots taking Ben Watson in the first round of the draft. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. But it's here's the thing. You would think, buyer beware. Mm-hmm. Listen, Ben had an unbelievable uh, career, Unbel- long career, okay? But when he got in the league, it was, holy cow, fighting the ball. I did it, was, was strong, but was weak at the point of attack. I've never seen a stronger guy weaker at the point of attack. Yeah. He could bench press 500 pounds. He could squat the entire gym. He was weak at the point of attack. I don't, I don't know what it is. It took him a while. I would say it took him a while to figure it out, right? I want to say you were one of the ones who were really critical of him. I want to say you used to, every time they threw the ball at him, you would say something like beat him up ball, something like that. Yeah, I was, uh, and, and he had a great career. Yeah. And if you, it's probably not, um, I mean, it's, it's kind of not coincidental that he got better as he got on. He was an athlete. He had, but he had to become a good tight end over the course of his. Yeah, it career. took him a while. Yeah, and and so the back end of it was better than the front end yes. of it because he got drafted as an athlete, and I think his forty. I remember he ran a great forty time. Yep. He took his shirt off. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if, you, you yeah, be lured in by that. That's why I think it's smart for these guys to do that. Like we can mock social media, but DK Metcalf and AJ Brown started this a couple years ago. Now Zay Flowers, the local guy from BC, is showing oh my himself God. He got shirtless, so much bigger and stronger. Right. It's amazing. And, it's like and I think, by a bee. should that matter? It absolutely should not matter. Does it plant a seed in the mind of a potentially of a GM or a head coach or somebody who might be an influential person in the NFL? Absolutely. So these workouts, and it's fun. Like we live in a world right now. We literally in this Patriots world where Mac Jones is the opposite end of the spectrum of these types of guys. These types couldn't of be wow. It could, right? could, could not be more different. Oh boy. And yet. I don't I would it be more fun if the Patriots had Anthony Richardson? Yes, because you'd go to practice and be like, "Whoa, did you see that throw?" You would you bang your run? head. You would like it for a hot minute and you yep. would like the dude can't throw an out route. Yep, 100%. The dude and, uh, just wants to run every time there's danger. And you learned this lesson the hard way, and I'm, I'm not saying this Uh-oh. to be critical, oh, but no. Josh Allen Josh Allen is now getting oh, guys like Anthony Richardson jobs because Josh Allen, I said it at the time, if you put his highlight video in, you take him number one overall. If you put his low light, not top ten video in, you wouldn't draft him. He was like this boom or bust guy coming out of Wyoming, couldn't make certain throws, just head scratcher throws. And I think because Josh Allen hit, he is now giving other guys like that more opportunities to go higher and be more because everybody is lusting after, even the Patriots, are looking up the AFC East at Josh Allen and fans are lusting for. There are people that hate Mac Jones. Why? Because he'll never compete with Josh Allen and those guys with those physical tools. He, Josh Allen, is going to make guys like Anthony Richardson wealthy. See, but Andy, I think there's a a mad scientist, I can fix it approach to these Mm -hmm. types of players so when you look at this, just in particular, Anthony Richardson, there's another tight end out of Old Dominion that's getting the same treatment right now who was at Penn State and then transferred to Old Dominion, had all these unbelievable numbers, receptions, and yards, came back for another year, got hurt, and had like 144 yards receiving on like 14 catches. It was insane. So this quarterback, Anthony Richardson, he's got a 40-and-a-half-inch um, vert, a 10-foot, 9-inch broad jump, ran a 4-4, 340-yard dash. The dude is 6'4", 244. I I am 6'4", 244. That's when I came in the league. I was actually 238. So I just I look at it, I'm like, okay, impressive, but it doesn't really – I just don't get caught up. I think I've seen more people take the bait on a guy like him and go, I can fix him in my system. 
I'll surround them. Like, fill in the blank, and they go, ah, you know what? Accuracy doesn't matter. Just get me out of jams. It, it literally is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Well, it, it just, it's such a trap. It, it's such a trap. Well, it's a trap with some guys who are just, who are just accurate also. There, there's that kind of you know, uh, risk also for a guy that is literally yeah. just a, I throw it and see it. I can, I can anticipate it. And they have issues too. This one to me is more scary. Well, I think one thing that um, is going to help him, and it should, is he's interviewing very well. People are raving about what he says as well, his mental makeup. And if he gets the opportunity, which he sounds like he might get. Now, there's some people that are saying he could go number one overall. Like one of these other quarterbacks, whether it's uh, Will Levis or Anthony Richardson, could usurp uh, the top two. Because it was sought, the two best quarterbacks who have played the game are probably Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. But now you get into the combine stuff and the measurable stuff, they could get uh, bumped down. But, you know, Anthony Richardson apparently hit it off with Pete Carroll and the Seahawks, your Seahawks, just re-signed Geno Smith. If you say Anthony Richardson, I'm going to take him in the first round and I'm going to Steve McNair him. I am not playing him for a year. I may not play him for two years. I'm can, I go even go, can I go farther back as far as I would Cordell Stewart him? Okay. Well, if you want to be- slash him? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I don't so know about that. Why? He wants to be a quarterback, doesn't he? Well, I mean, they all want to be quarterbacks, but there is something to the fact that uh, Taysom Hill wanted to play quarterback. Yeah, but Taysom, Taysom uh, Hill Taysom Hill not... was a, was always a quarterback. Don't look at yeah, the color of his skin Did or don't look at the tape. He, wait, he, he played. He, well, his biggest issue was 29 years old. Okay, but so also, he went to BYU. But if you my, look it up, look at, go, during the next break, Google, like, Taysom Hill lowlights. He makes some of the worst throws you'll ever see. Like, guys are like, wait, was that to me? I'm They're just saying, around. like, it doesn't, you don't have, it doesn't have to be a racist statement if you think a quarterback, a black quarterback, should also maybe play wide receiver. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying it's a racist No, thing. I'm not saying you, but when you, wait, as soon as you take a black quarterback and say, so, you know yeah. what, hey, you know what, let me, not, I want you to be a quarterback, but you're not ready, and you're so talented, I want to use you on the field. Right. You know, so until you're ready, till, till Steve McNair was not this. Steve McNair was not, the, he did not have these measurables. Not no. even close. No, 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 no. And that's, I think Anthony Richardson has a massive upside as a quarterback. Because in a, it's a league now where we're, and this isn't, again, not racial, where they are dumbing down the offenses for athletic guys to play quarterback. White athletic guys, black athletic guys. It's, a, it's less of a, you have to stand in the pocket, you have to know every coverage, you have to know every adjustment. Some of it is now, I just need you to make me a play. I got a, a quarterback who can throw, and I got a receiver who can catch. Guys, make me a play somehow. Be athletes. Be stars out there. And... In that world where the NFL is going, the world, by the way, where Patriots fans are worried that Mac Jones doesn't fit into that world, the new world of the NFL passing game, Anthony Richardson could probably find a home there. So in Seattle, if he sits for two years, I like that plan. Okay. Well, I want to make sure I pay this off because this is uh, from Rich Eisen. From Rich Eisen's show yesterday, after coming back from the Combine, here's what he thought was his number one rumor out of the Combine. Number one, I heard from a couple people, and I figured let me make it number one because it involves the GOAT. Number one rumor I heard at the Combine, not in terms of a lot of yat chatter, but this this one just blew my mind. Tom Brady may not be done after all. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a couple people are like, just you, just hang on, just you wait. Wait for and I'm what? Like, what I'm are you I'm, waiting I'm, for? And I'm like, he's Instagramming out videos of his cat. Yeah, you know? trips. Yeah. He was at UFC he, over the weekend. I know, but it doesn't look like he's getting uh, big... Big and fat, does it? And that he just let, like let it play out. Let's see who wants what. And and the one place that 
folks are saying keep an eye out for is Miami. And if the Dolphins cannot somehow, if they get somehow, some way, uh, a doctor's report, a piece of information from a medical evaluation of Tua that he may not be ready to go, and suddenly there's Tom Brady sitting in Florida where his family is located and where he can easily locate himself. Keep an eye on that, I was told by a couple of birds. There it is. Keep an eye on that. Oh, man. Told me. What, do you do? what do you think real quick? I love it. I love it. You love it because, because you like just the idea of chaos and Brady being back in the mix, or do you actually think there's any truth through whatsoever? Oh, I think there might be a little bit of truth. I think that's what makes it a good rumor is that there's some believability to it because the Dolphins have a quarterback that they theoretically are still tied to who we all seem to believe as armchair doctors could be knocked out of the season in September or October at any point. And Brady is there, and he was already tied to Miami. So it's a fun rumor because there is believability in it. And I love the reactions. I don't know who he was with on his show, but the, oh, come on. Like, why is, oh, come on. Brady screwed around two years ago. He screwed around last year. Why is it hard to believe that he'll screw around this year? I want to believe it. I accept this as a rumor, and I hope there is some teeth to it. See, to me, this will be. Damn right, Mr. Brady. The, uh, the, uh, the. The Brady coming out of retirement is going to be like Larry Fitzgerald at the Logan Airport Hertz <laughs> rental counter. Whenever there's, it's like, oh look, Brady's back in New England. It's it's like a picture of Larry Fitzgerald, kind of, sort of, maybe. But we know there was truth to Larry Fitzgerald and the Patriots having whatever, not intimate connections, but flirtations over the years. And remember the Barry Sanders ones. Back in the day, there was always these rumors that the Patriots were going to lure Barry Sanders out of retirement. And then he joked about it on one of those NFL top 100 players things with Bill. So I think there were flirtations there. So I think generally when there's rumors and flirtations, they are based in some truth. So mm. I am going to choose to believe Tom okay, Brady. Okay, good. Listen, I think, listen, I think it, it would be great if he did. I think it would be Not fantastic. great for Mac Jones because all of a sudden he's looking up at Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, I know. and Tom Brady in the division. Holy pork. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. You, you kind of feel <laughs> yes. good about that then? Yeah, so yes. do I. That, that, we should, I wish we would have went that early, but Tommy Curran's coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. 
All right. Joining us on the Harbor One Hotline, Tom E. Curran, Deadeye Tom E. Curran, Sharpshooter Tom E. Curran, you name it, Tom E. Curran. Tommy Kern is uh, brought to you by uh, Dr. Matthew Lopresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tom E. Kern uh, and me. Uh, just get in touch with them at 1-800-GET-HAIR. By Awaken 180 Weight Loss, become your own success story by dropping the weight hold that's holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken 180 and by Unified Office, where they help businesses maximize every income and call at unifiedoffice.com. Tom E. Curran. Uh, how you feel after shooting all those, making all those three pointers around with Andy and myself? What's up? Hey, kids! Uh, I'm great. I love it. I, I mean, that's probably what I would be doing in the middle of the day anyway. Sometimes on a Tuesday in the winter, I, just, I shoot all the time. I'm a hoop addict, and in the summer I'm a golf addict. So I shoot, 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 shoot. So that's the that's why I make them. I'm not good. Well, no, no. I thought you were probably easily. You said you're not good. No, I thought you were actually borderline great. I guess when when you compare to who you were going against, I thought you were great. I put together a strategy because I know I can get it out there from three. And I was like, well, if I don't move around that much, and if I see one or two go in, then I won't get rattled. So once one went in, you know how it is. Mm. I mean, how often do you get to shoot around? Your kids are all younger. My kids are like adults. I go to the gym all the time, but thank you for doing it. Seriously, it was not just for raising money for charity, but it's it's great to. It's kind of funny because there used to be there was a three on three tournament that, like Dennis and Callahan had way back in the day. So these kinds of things, getting people together in the community and fundraising and being together, is, is a lot of fun. And we've kind of gotten away from that, and I would say post pandemic. So thanks. So speaking of fun and things we don't want to get away from, at least not me, uh, Rich Eisen. Uh, has ignited Tom Brady talk yet again coming out of the combine. Biggest rumor he heard, Tom Brady, uh, don't give up on the idea that he could go to the Dolphins. Tom, I know you are well-connected with the Brady camp. Should I give up on rumors that Tom Brady could end up with the Dolphins? See, here's how things change from a birdie told me to a rumor. Like, Mm. rumor to me feels more substantial. Like, even Dan Graziano talking from ESPN about chatter around Mac Jones. Chatter is below whispers. Ooh which is okay. certainly below rumors or people are saying. Chatter is just, I don't know, I heard somebody from across the room. And to me, a birdie told me to not be surprised. I mean, we all conclude that if Tom Brady came back, the place that he would come back would most likely be in Florida, most likely be the Miami Dolphins, given the two yeah. situation. So I still think it's there's an awful lot for him to iron out in his personal life. I understand that. I think he's prioritized it. He was, in many ways, blindsided last uh, summer, from what I understand. He did not expect that to happen. And he spent a lot of that time when he was away from the team at the end of training camp, basically in bed. So he's got a lot to work on before we speculate, I think, whether or not he'll be back. Like um, wait, like, like in bed, like depressed? Like, oh, like with the covers yeah. up to his chin? Like, oh, I'm okay. so sad. That type of in bed? I, I, I'm, I'm not signing off on <laughs> mocking a guy whose family broke up. Is no, I mean I'm just saying. But you said crying. It, I mean, but there was because I think originally not just to, now. Let's just keep the gossip going. Like what I heard, the chatter that I heard, what people told me to keep an eye on was, especially when he left the Bucks. A lot of the players were like, "Almost, oh, we're praying for him." So it made it seem like it was a lot more. Like, it was worse than we all kind of thought, but it wasn't injury-related. Yeah, which is what I'm telling you. Yeah. He was 
despondent. He did not expect it to happen. It was not something that, that he anticipated. Um, and as a result, it, you know, shattered his life in many ways. So, again, we can talk about Miami being the most likely landing spot, but still, if there's going to be a return, I still we have to put, I think we would have to put that at less than 10%. From what I've gathered from people around him in the last month or so, but not recently, because I okay. think it's a, I think it's sealed. Okay, so as we cull through the layers of whispers, rumors, speculation, combine, guys drinking at bars, saying things. I where, heard you saying that. <laughs> um, where do we put the, the thing you referenced, the Dan Graziano, that the Raiders might have an interest in trading for Mac Jones, and would there be reciprocal interest at the right price? When I hear chatter, again, I think it's chatter means that some GM or assistant GM is sitting there on his ace truly saying, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. And, okay, well, where is where is he hearing it? He's probably hearing it from us, and we keep bringing it up based upon very little. What would it take? Would a first-round pick from the Raiders, the fourth overall, entice Bill Belichick to move on from Mac Jones? Is Anthony Richardson uh, better, for instance, than – than Mac Jones in year three. So give him a better chance to give Robert Kraft what he wants, which is a playoff appearance, or Bryce Young, or any of those quarterbacks. Because in my estimation, 2022, 2020 was a reset that the Patriots expected. 2022 was a reset that they didn't expect. If they're going to say, yeah, this kid that we thought was outstanding last year, um, we screwed him up and now we want to move on from him so we can reset again, it seems like a bridge too far to me. So we're talking to Tom. Even if a first round pick was dangled, we're talking to uh, Tom Deadeye Curran. And I listen just real quickly back to the shooting because when you sent out your video of yourself shooting at the gym, I saw more people give you nicknames than than ever before for all the news and information for all the stuff that you've broken over the years. You you had more comments and notifications about nicknames about how good of a shooter you were. Did you see My any of those? Boy. I shoot, yeah, I do. I shoot all the time, though. Like I, I shoot. But why is it that everybody? But so everybody does Grant is, Williams. Yes. And he missed too when he had to have them. Yeah, the pros shoot all the time too. What's their What's their excuse? Dude, if you saw me in the Raynham Athletic Club Wednesday night league semifinals last week, Uh-oh. where I probably had more turnovers than shots taken, I had to have turned it over fifteen times. We got demolished. Oh. Apologies to my team. So it's, if if you take everybody off the court and tell me to stand in the corner and shoot threes, I'm going to make a few. Uh, all right, so we're talking to Tommy Curran. And, Tom, uh, it seems like um, we're kind of in a weird dead period. Now, there's not a lot in the NFL, but it does feel like we're kind of in a dead period. Maybe that's why you get a bunch of rumors. The combine is over. Now, now coaches will head out to for individual workouts, and then free agency will start. And then it'll be the draft and the way we go. Like, what's the one thing that that that's kind of like that you're interested to see either yeah. close or happen? That's a great question. Like, what are we focusing on? What I'm yeah. focusing on right now is where are the Patriots' needs, and what are the free agents on the team? Who do they need to retain? And if you look, there's some sneaky spots on their roster that are really a little bit more in need than you think. For instance, tight end. Okay, they got John Smith and Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's up at the end of this year, and you're still into John Smith for a lot of money. If you're Bill O'Brien, you are a tight end 
heavy offensive coordinator. You created the Grant Hernandez season. Um, that was under your watch. So the Patriots should be looking perhaps even first or second round at that. Safety. Jabril Peppers is up. Devin McCourty may well retire in the next few days. March 15th is uh, a deadline for an option to be picked up. So if that word comes down, the Patriots are left with Kyle Duggar and Adrian Phillips. Good players, but you need depth there. So that's another sneaky spot. And also defensive line, everybody expires after 2024. Judon, Barmore, um, Uche's up this year, uh, but Dietrich Wise. So those are like sneaky spots on the Patriots roster that need to be looked at in terms of filling. And I look to it, the story with Jacoby Myers, so people are pegging him as the number one wide receiver, which is understandable. And the franchise tags for a wide receiver right now is, you know, about $20 million. But if you look at valuations over the cap.com or um, spotrack.com, which you know, do some really good valuations based on a lot of different things, he's about a $12 million player, which is kind of what I have targeted not using any algorithms. So where will Jacoby Myers come in and how do the Patriots replace him? Those are things that we're going to be diving into next week when free agency starts. Tom, how much do you think the coaching changes of the offseason? And we know Bill O'Brien's in place. We know Adrian Clem is in place. And we know Gerard Mayo. I don't know. I don't know what we know about Gerard Mayo, but he's still here and he seems to have a voice in, in things. How much do those three guys and those three changes affect the master plan of the offseason? Ah, boy. I I think the positions that we perceive as being positions of need after last year may not be positions of need in reality. Hmm. For instance, and I keep going back and forth with my guy Phil Perry about this and and guys like you too. You know, Hmm. I, I look at wide receiver as being not a grave position of need where you need to spend that 13th or 14th overall pick there. You can, but I still think that they have enough pass catchers to roll out and play football with in a Bill O'Brien offense to wring the usefulness out of these guys. I mean, between Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne um, and Devontae Parker and Jacoby Myers and Tyquan Thornton, and of, of course, the Aguilar has gone this year, but the lack of targets for wide receivers, the lack of use for wide receivers was astonishing. And I think that O'Brien will be able to scheme things up to make those players more valuable. Same thing with John U. Smith. So all of those things combined, and I'm sure it'll help with the offensive line, all of those things combined make the talent in-house 15 20% better than it was last year, I think. So what is what is Bill's like main priority now? Are they just uh are they like working on like schemes and tendencies? Are they, you know, self-evaluating at this point in time? What what is what are they doing that isn't related to I would call it uh, you know, recruiting. Call it that. Yeah, it's funny. I talked to Mike Reese, and I don't think I'm telling tales out of out of school, you know, because you know, you just exchange I said, should we be making a big deal about Bill not being at the combine? Um, he's like, you know, he goes, I just think they have too much work to do there. And the feeling probably is, and I don't know if this is informed or not. Mike's usually very well informed. He's like, you know, I think they have too much work to do. They have too much to resolve from last year and to figure out from last year and then put a plan together for what they're going to be and who they're going to be this year. So 
I would imagine that there's an awful lot of that going on. Well, on one hand, you're still sweeping up the mess that you kind of created on your own, but you're formulating who are we going to be, what are we going to be? Because this is probably the time of the year where they were saying to themselves, hey, maybe it's a great idea if we run wide zone stuff and try and run the Shanahan offense and Mm. press the ball down the field. Mm. So it's March. They started unveiling that stuff during mini camps in May. So they're into their who are we going to be on both sides of the ball, period, I think. Tom, I need to uh, go back and ask you about something that we we discussed in one of these chats probably back in November or December. I was filling in for somebody at the time, and you used the phrase that Mac's um, emotions might be making an enemy of the head coach, something along those lines. Do you? Where is that relationship between the quarterback and the head coach right now? Do you think they've broken bread? Is it bygones be bygones? Like, Where do you think that relationship is? I would imagine that Mac Jones is too valuable to Bill Belichick to have a lingering level of tension and agitation between them. I would imagine, Christian, you could probably speak to this too. Bill is a straight enough shooter and plain spoken enough where I think he'd go to him and say, look, we're not going to have that same stuff last year that we did last year. And Mac will say, great, because we won't have to. Mm. <laughs> Everybody will know what's going on. Yeah, easy. Um, hey, listen, done. Yeah, you too. Uh, you got it done. You too, yeah. Hey, I'm going to make better I'm going to make better coaching decisions. You stop showing your emotions on your sleeve, right? That whole Even thing. Even fair? Let's yeah, go. yeah. Done, both of uh, us. So I, I think that Bill loves resets. Christian, you, you've been there. You were there during periods of time where there were guys who were pains in the ass. We've watched it where there are guys – who Bill had differences with, you know, say even Ted Johnson. Ted Johnson was a valuable player to that team, even after the dust-up that they had at the beginning of that year in 2005, um, if I have my year correct. So he will make sure that everybody is pulling their oars in the same direction. And I think, honestly, the, the thing that was most telling about whether or not he made an enemy of Bill Belichick which I think he certainly started to piss him off, which we've heard plenty of reporting on that, was him mm. just saying, yeah, Max showed he can play in the league. Yeah. I mean, what? I'll show <laughs> you. I'll yeah. give you no props whatsoever. I'll let everyone think I hate you. How about that? That that's, that's Yeah, you're right, though. I mean, that to me is the ultimate. That is such an old kind of move by Bill, like his old, his first playbook he ever kind of created. Let me just kind of show you that I could give two craps about you, and you're no different than the dude that kind of like mops the floor. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, and there might be a little – it'll be fascinating, absolutely fascinating to watch Bailey Zappi and how Bill talks about Bailey Zappi this season um, and in the preseason and, and during training camp. Um, because I, I don't think he's ever going to win a competition, and I think that you would have Mac pretty much solidified as a starter. But I don't think Bill's going to walk around saying – yeah, he's our starter. I mean, what, what else would we do? He, All right. All right, Tommy Curran. I appreciate hey, you. Thanks I, again for today. Wait, what? Thanks again for today. Oh, Look, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for helping out, man. You did a great job. I can't remember what your total was. I think you were maybe in third place. or I, I got to look back at the at the scorecard and see who actually earned the most. It was Scal. Then I think it was Scal, Scal, then Dana, then, then the nose. That's me. Ah. That. The best non-NBA player in the group. Look wow. at you. Impressive. I had the best strategy. You did, though. No, you were good. And you, 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 I think you also recognized that there was no need to rush. That's the key part. You <laughs> took your time, and you were patient, and you were efficient. Like, other people freaked out, and they panicked. 
And they started missing more than they should. I know. Poor Mego. Mego needed to see the ball go through the hoop, and she started with free throws. Too I much know. Get dough. I know. You saw it with the Grant Williams. Free throws are tough. Yeah. All right, Tommy. <laughs> I appreciate it. I think we'll talk to you next week. You, uh, now, real quick. Okay, be caller number nine uh, to the contest line. We talked about this Bose headphones giveaway. Be caller number nine. Now to the contest line now. That number is 617-931-0937 for your chance to score a pair of Bose Quiet Comfort 45 headphones. Do that now and real quickly because I know like, you know, sports betting is coming up, Andy. We talked about it earlier. Mobile sports betting, mobile sports betting is coming to Massachusetts this Friday, March 10th. Before you place that first bet, you've got to check out BetQL. Now, BetQL gives you the best sign-up offers from each of the sportsbook to make your money go further. Text BET to 37937 for a link to a special page for Massachusetts bettors. That's BET to 37937. Message and data rates apply. Woo! That was a long day. You know what we got to do? What we got to do? We are going to do Are You Done? I am. And we'll do that next. W-E-E-I, W-E-E-I, New England Sports Original. Gresh and Fourier. On W-E-E-I. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Now, it's time for... Are you done? Are, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? On Gresh and Fourier. All right, uh, Are You Done is brought to you by United Office. Now, if you run a business, you know the rough impact the labor shortage can have on your customer's phone experience. United Office specializes in keeping businesses from losing incoming customer calls and revenue. Learn more at unitedoffice.com. Billy, are you done? Nope, I'm not done. So both of you, both of you are both in pretty good shape, gentlemen, right? You played in the NFL. Hot, I know, keeps himself healthy. At your best. (laughs) At at your Thanks, Billy. (laughs) At your best, how many push-ups could you do in an hour? One oh, hour. In, in an hour? Yep, an hour. Um, a world record's been set, so I'm trying to gauge. All right, so let me think. Former in, professional in my athlete. best, yep. I could probably do, I could I could probably do maybe 500. 500. Andy? Uh, uh, 300, 300. 300 in an yeah. hour. Andy, what do you got? 301. Yeah, of course. The price is freaking right, <laughs> right here. All right, well, a, a 60-year-old Florida man. Oh, boy. Rob Sterling set a record at 3,264 yeah. push-ups in an hour. That's... So, like, even when I think about it, even when I was in shape and I could do push-ups, I could do about 25 push-ups in about a minute and a half. But then I'd have to rest for five. See, I want, that's the thing. I like, I'd like to – I got I don't want to sit through this whole hour-long video of this dude doing push-ups. But now, is he doing them just, correctly? Yeah, Guinness is there, so of course oh, it's going to be done okay. correctly. Because they got to put 53 like a, push-ups a minute. Oh, you did the math on that. A little more than 53 yeah. push-ups a minute. So that's a push-up Is he jacked second. or is he just an old no, guy with like, like weird strength? No, he's just like one of those old, strong old guys. Wow. Nothing that's... impressive. I, think I saw the number. I don't know what I was more impressed by, you... by knocking him out at 60 or knocking out 32 plus. But you know what I think push-ups are like? Like if you go to the gym, like guys that can do pull-ups. I'm really impressed with people who can do pull-ups. Same. I can't do pull-ups to Same. save my pull, life. Pull-ups and jump rope are the most impressive Agreed. things. Well, I, I'm a big jump up, jump rope guy, but I can't. I probably can't do three. No, pull-ups. we're not talking like. No, hey, my a... name is Adam. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, well, you <laughs> jump twice. I'm talking like a box of jump rope. Hi, my name is Adam. <laughs> hey, my name is Adam. My wife's name's Alice. What about double dutch? You ever do double dutch? I've done double dutch. Yeah. 
But I'm talking like boxing style. Oh, yeah, yeah, jacks. yeah. No, no. There's Bo- your next fundraiser yeah, for there you. There it is. Nice. I'll stop it. We are done with that. Skip it for a Are house. you done? <laughs> skip it for Are a you house. done? Are you done? Yes, Would you say skip it for what? Skip it for a cause. Remember yeah, the thing you'd wrap it around your right. ankle there and you jump go. over the ball? Oh, my God. That's right. What do you got, Terp? So I take you to this story out of Atlanta where two guys went into a Sam's Club and stole so much stuff they can barely fit it in their car. Well, the only problem is they drove a Tesla. So I don't know why they're stealing it when they have the Tesla anyway, but they had to stop 10 miles away because they had to charge the car, and that's oh, how they were caught. It. That's <laughs> where police it. caught them as they were charging their Tesla 10 miles from Wait, the but incident. Don't they have, or are they talking about like this new technology where they can shut down your car remotely? Like if you if somebody says, hey, someone stole my car, they can just shut it down remotely. They can shut oh, yeah. the battery down, lock you in the car and yep. do that. I saw right? Ford's working on something, too. That's what where, it is. Yeah, they want to also make it so you can just go on your phone or take a nap during like like a long road trip. Yeah, it it's just, all coming. It would do it all itself. Didn't you see the fact? I think it was one of the Fast and the Furious movies where like the hacker hacks every car in like New York City and takes over all the cars and makes them and just do- locks everybody in. Yeah, no, they- makes them do whatever they want. Like creates chaos because they're driving in just everywhere and they have full control of every vehicle in the city. There used to be these uh, like you know these uh, I don't know forty eight hour shows where like they 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 set up these um, these like thieves these car thieves and they would like bait them to steal the car knowing that they had they had controlled the a kill switch. They, so they could kill the car, oh. and they could lock them into the car, the, and they would hide like cameras inside the car. Isn't that interesting? Well, I mean, I don't know if any of the any of the arrests stuck, but like the the scene of these guys realizing that not only the car shut down, but they were locked inside the car. Then they realized they were set up and they were now trapped. That ain't right. I'm on the criminal side. <laughs> and I take you back. Side. I take you back. Like what? Two weeks ago, when we discussed another car story where the guy stole a car. It was an armed robbery, and it was a stick shift, and he couldn't drive it, so he had to return it. So I don't know which one was worse. This guy mm. running out of battery on his car, like legit charged because it's a Tesla. But this one are you worse. done? Are, are you done? Are you done? Oh, Andy, are you done? I am not done, but apparently Tom Brady is. We talked a little bit about it, these rumors out of the combine or whatever you want to call them, little birdies chatting (laughs) that Rich Eisen brought up. Well, there was a tweet, Dove Kleinman on Twitter tweeted about uh, Rich Eisen saying that Brady might come back, keep an eye on Miami. Tom Brady retweeted it with the following just minutes ago. (laughs) Anyone who thinks I have time to come back to the NFL has never adopted a two-month-old kitten for their daughter. Nice. So he's Daddy Brady now. He's raising a kitten. He's girl dad. He is not the future quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, if you believe him. I I, Well, I do believe him, and I I think he is... I do, I do. I know a lot of So this is the ten percent of the time? This is the We are going to just yes, we are just gonna keep this alive as long as possible. I think we all need it in our lives. Yeah, I think we I think we all I think we all code. This is code. Oh, you think this is code code for what what uh, what cat based team needs a quarterback? Oh god. Oh there's the conspiracy theorists. Rich rich people start that around six twenty five today. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? All right. I am not done. Real quickly, I just want to obviously thank everybody uh, for helping out today. Obviously, you, Andy, uh, and Fitzy for helping us out with the cross, and especially when the Wi-Fi went down. <laughs> uh, then Rich came over and helped me because uh, Gresh was stuck in Vegas. Uh, Andy and Turf for all the work you did as we were working remotely. I want to thank the Boston Celtics, of course, for giving us the, the Auerbach Center and being so generous with their time and all their support to help us raise as much money as possible for the American Diabetes Association. I want to thank West Cork Irish Whiskey, Cleanest Bins, Leonard Hair Transplant, Swing Juice, and everybody who participated, Greg Hill, Courtney, Mego, Tommy, Kern, Dana, uh, Dana Barrow, Scal, 
uh, Dakota, Rich Keith. I want to thank uh, Ken Laird, Bossman Ken for all the work. Kelly Sutton, everybody at the ADA. And I also want to say, like, Christian Arcan. I called Christian Arcan uh, because Gresh suddenly couldn't shoot. So we needed a shooter. Now, I, now Christian had been wanting to shoot for a while. I kept saying no, no. Finally, I called him up early this morning and said, listen, there's a spot for you. But he had already kind of, you know, had something else to do that he desperately tried to get out of. He finally got out of it, but he showed up too late. So in the end, he never got an opportunity to shoot. So I want to say thank you and sorry to Christian Arcan for uh, donating his time, even though uh, he wasn't able to shoot in the event. Um, That is it for us, Andy. That is it for the kids that were in the studio who, thank God, didn't make a sound as I was doing the last hour and four or five minutes of the show. Nice job. Gresh is back tomorrow. Thank God I can be the number two and just Second sit there that. with my back. Oh, my God. Thank God he's back. <laughs> Billy, thank you for your work. Turp, you've been awesome, except when you weren't. Uh, Mego and Jones and Arcan are next. Are you done? Are, are you done? Are you done? Okay. Okay. Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? Okay. Okay. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.